Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games in the Game Pass collection. Bring you three new perspectives of varying skill range. I am the Terminator of this episode. Andrew, with me, our bending unit, Keith. Hello. And with us, our Johnny Five. Johnny Five is alive. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, Liz. I didn't see your name. <laughs> I'm Liz. <laughs> uh, and this week, we played a listener request. So uh, thank you so much to Landon. And user Ofast, who recommended that we play Generation Zero by Avalanche Studios. Avalanche Studios? Uh, did you guys recognize this? Do you remember the studio at all? I'm assuming you probably don't. We did play a game of them uh, earlier in our podcast career, but they are most famously known for the Just Cause series. Oh. So this was kind of a little side project that they did. Just to be clear, they're actually different from Avalanche Software, because I actually thought this was the same studio, but... Avalanche Software is a studio that just came out with Hogwarts Legacy. So I was like, oh man, so they also made Hogwarts, but no, it's actually a different studio. But a similar name. But uh, Generation Zero is a first-person open-world shooter kind of survival. Liz kind of described a little bit of... uh, I thought you had a good description, Liz. You you described it as State of Decay, but with robots. Yeah. And I actually thought that was a pretty good description of it. You know, it's it's kind of a survival, but you're not dealing with food, water, stuff like that. But you got to scavenge bullets, scavenge crafting materials, and you're going around and trying to uncover what happened to the citizens. But the overall story of Generation Zero is it takes place in the 1980s Sweden, or 1989 to be exact. You are coming back from a trip. You were out fishing, and you haven't had any contact with any of the mainland. And when you come back, you realize that all the citizens are gone. And there's these robots that are very hostile that are kind of going around and attacking what few survivors there are. So you you luckily find some other survivors and you are trying to uncover the mystery as to where these robots came from, what do they want, and where are all the other citizens. But uh, going around, for me, I'm going to give this a game. It I enjoyed Generation Zero. It took a while for me to warm up. There's a lot of jink to this game. It's not the most well-made game. But once I started to really get into the groove of it, I had a lot of fun with it. I wasn't I don't think the environments are really that amazing, but the design of the robots were super cool. I really enjoyed going around looting, finding new weapons. The story overall was just okay. But this is also a co-op game. You can play with three friends. So it's a great time to kind of get your friends together and just go around some shoot some robots. So yeah, this is a game for me. Keith? I mean, I'm negative Nancy uh, in 2023 here because uh, this is, I think, three in a row of uh, pass for me. But at the same time, I think that's kind of we'll like... We'll get Jurassic a roguelike. It's okay. We'll get a roguelike eventually. Well, I mean, there is that, but it's it's also like Jurassic World. It's not 100% on the game and very much on the genre in that I just don't care for survivals. I do like that it doesn't have the hunger and and all that aspect of it which i get realism and and those things are always great but i just i really struggle with them usually so i like not having that but at the same time i just i've got i've got some issues with this game that that i i struggled to get through and and i think my biggest issue is exactly what you said andrew is that it just takes some time you just have to put you know this many hours and then it's good but i'll complain about that later so yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm with you, Keith. I, I generally hate when people are like that. When they're like, "Oh yeah, after you get to the end game, that's when it gets fun." And to me, I'm like, "Well, like that's work. I I, I want to play a game to have fun with it." I I do think this game is still fun early on, but it, it did ramp up for me. 
But uh, I gotta say, it's funny. We, you know, we've been reading some random reviews of uh, people who hate video games. Keith, are we watching literally someone being born who hates video games but plays them? I mean, uh, I don't know. Apparently, maybe I'm maybe I'm just descending into that. Um, I, I feel like you are descending into this like cynicism of just like hating video games. Well, I think I'm just being honest this year. If it's a, if it's a game style I don't like and I don't really care for the game as a result of it, it I'm just giving it a pass. All right. I'm just I'm just putting my stamp of pass on it. I like it. <laughs> um, Making it easy for Liz. <laughs> for me, this is hard because I started and I'm like, this is definitely a game. I love it, but it is now unplayable. It's the opposite of what you guys said, where I was having so much fun and now I can't play the game and. Um, and Andrew said earlier, it's, you know, the, what was the word you used? The jinxy? Jank. Janks. Janksy? Whatever the word it's is. It's got some jank. Um, I started out with it being buggy, and now I it just crashes every five minutes. And because the map's so big, I lose all my progress every single time. And so it's unplayable for me. And Andrew was said, maybe it's because you're playing on the previous console, but it came out in 2019, and it has been having this crashing issue since 2019 and the series x came out in 2020 i believe so i'm not saying you played a previous console i'm just saying you're playing a slightly weaker console than mine no but what i'm saying is that your console came out after the game had already come out and yeah our consoles came out at the same time it what what i'm saying is it doesn't matter either way because if you look online it has been having crashing issues since it came out in 2019. So it has nothing to do with an older console because the issue was from 2019 all the way up until now and your console wasn't even out then. Yeah. So what I'm saying is it is an unplayable game, so I wouldn't tell somebody to play it in case they are running into the issue that I am where you're getting into it and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, you lose all your progress every time. Tough did, luck. Did your game crash at all, Keith? I don't think so. I can't. We have the same Xbox, right? No. You're the only one with a Series S. I am playing on a Series X. Keith has a Series X. Mine game crashed on me maybe two or three times, which is, you know... It's still bad. It's an annoyance, but I didn't think it was awful. But whenever I played on your console, Liz, yes, I noticed it crash way more frequently. Or if we played multiplayer. So not only is it unplayable on my Xbox... But it's also unplayable if you play multiplayer with somebody who has my Xbox. I personally would describe it as unplayable, but I lose my progress it was every time. It got to the point, well, so what I'm saying is that the last couple times I have played, I have lost my progress every single time because it will not stop crashing. Yeah. I don't have games crashing on my Xbox. This is this game, and I looked it up, and it is an issue with this game, particularly online. So you can say, like, oh, I don't think it's unplayable, but you're not playing on my Xbox. Sure. I'm not saying your your points The last five times I've played, I've lost all my progress. And that, for me, is unplayable. Because I shouldn't... I mean, I talk all the time about a a game should... Like, if it's wasting your time, like, don't play it. Like, I, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. So I'm giving it a game, but... It's also, I, I, I still wouldn't recommend it just in case it happens to somebody else. Buyer okay. beware, is what you're saying. Yeah, if you, don't, if you don't have the newest Xbox, I would not recommend it to you at all. That is and, weird, and that though, is, that on a Series S, because the Series S is just as new as the Series X. Yeah. It's just slightly less powerful. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with my Xbox. 
because it's been happening since 2019. If you like, like I said, Google it. 2019 till now, everyone's like crashing, crashing, crashing. And it, you- it, what's weird is it started many, many hours after I started playing it. Like it was super buggy. It would like auto kill me when there were no enemies around. And then all of a sudden it was just like crash, 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 lose all progress. Well, like, are you trying to do a specific thing and it keeps happening in a specific... No. I've, I'm trying different missions. I'm starting at different bunkers. I, oh, I don't know dang, what to that's do awful. anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, when, when we were playing multiplayer, Liz first was hosting. And it crashed once on me during that. But me being, you know, a guest on her game, I was able to just load right back in and lose anything. But then it, then it kept crashing for her, which would close the lobby down and kick me out. So then I started hosting, and when I hosted, it didn't crash at all for me. But it she, crashed for me, though. Yeah, she would still get kicked out every once in a while. But her being a visitor to my game, though, it wasn't as detrimental because she could just hop right back in and teleport right I to mean, me. I mean, the crashing got really bad after I played multiplayer with you. Maybe it's something to do with multiplayer. Yeah, it's I was possible. wondering maybe you have I to actually... like turn off multiplayer or something and play offline or something. Yeah, because yeah. I, I can't remember if it crashed on me before playing multiplayer. I don't think it did. I'm curious, too, if it has like something to do with like latency connectivity issues. Because I do remember when you were joining my game, I saw your ping was really low. So you were having latency issues. I'm it's, curious if this game is sensitive with latency, that it just like crashes your game. But I still think that they give up on the game that four years later, they never fixed the issue. And they never fixed a lot of the bugs that are happening. So for me, that's like another thing where it's just like if you've had this issue since 2019 and it's not fixed, I mean, I nobody. No, really they haven't given up on it. There's DLC for it. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think it's done. They had a free patch, I think it was about five months ago, called Darker Skies. So they still keep coming up with like content updates and like editing things. It's weird that there's still so many bugs. Like if you look at reviews for the game, yeah, like it's every year. Like people are still complaining about the bugs, and I, I don't know something's wrong with the game. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it, it's it's unplayable for me. I don't care who agrees. It's unplayable. Uh, but it is a good game. I, I, I do like it. I'm just not going to play it anymore. You, you were just frustrated, yeah, because you wanted to play more. I yeah, that's I would honestly almost venture it's something to do with your online play. Like, I bet if you turned off online play, I bet it would work. But that's the unfortunate thing. I don't think you can fully turn it off. But you can do, you can, like, probably, like, private lobby or I something. Think, you can, but it's still considered online. So this is another quick caveat for people who play this game. True. You cannot pause this game. Yeah, I so don't like that. you're always considered online and playing an online game. So, yeah, make sure you're in a safe spot because if you just pause, it, the game itself is not pausing, you get killed. And it's a very huge map, and you can't save it when you're in the middle of something. Um, just overall, just... So frustrating. <laughs> All right, but we'll get more into this. Uh, let's get into the so, meat of it. Starting, like I said with the story, you know, it takes place in 1989, Sweden. Robots appeared out of nowhere. Citizens have disappeared. You are a young person, I'm assuming early college years, but you come back home and notice everyone's gone and you're trying to find, you know, where all the people went. I think we're 16. Did I just Did it actually say 16? I know the, the girl you find is 16, but I don't know if you are 16. Oh, I, I might have made that up. I thought I thought for some reason you were 16 and you're... I don't know. Continue. Uh, Sorry. No, I mean, well, that's essentially the story. And you're going around and trying to cover the mystery of it. You know, you get in contact with some Russian military that you're trying to figure out. Are they a friend or a foe? But overall, did you guys care for the story? Um, so I did a weird thing. 
Because I... You enjoyed the story? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> so I, I started this game when it first came out on Game Pass, I think at the beginning of 2022, like in January, February or so. Um, yeah, it's probably been that long. I played, I don't know, maybe an hour or so. And I thought I liked it, but I wasn't really sure. But what I did find is that I didn't remember any of the story. So I picked it back up and I didn't care. So I, <laughs> while I... That is a strange thing, Keith. Yeah, mostly just in, in the timeline that I played it, I guess, is the weird part. But yeah, I, I I don't know. I thought there was like some sort of like... I thought they were talking about air raid sirens or something like that. I don't think there was enough at the beginning to really grab me. Because I love yeah. a good story. And so right out of the gate i don't have enough information and you're not really connect i didn't really feel like my character was really connected to anybody i didn't really the side characters i was just like oh well i'm probably not going to see you for a while um so for me i i think they needed to to hook you earlier on i mean i don't even know if later on that they do i put a lot of hours into it and um yeah no i'm uh fully with you i uh the story did not do it for me so, you know, like I said, this takes place in 1989, like an alternate universe. It's supposed to be a little bit after the Cold War. So Sweden started to come up with contingency plans. They teach every citizen basically how to handle a gun. And they also have contingency plans of, you know, if there's a raid going on, there's certain bunkers you're supposed to go to. Like, they have these plans in motion. So when these robots appear, they try to activate these plans. And it's also a way to explain why your character can basically pick up a pistol and start blasting all these robots. But I found, like, the story so interesting. Because also, too, I, the voice acting. We'll get into that. I thought the voice acting was really bad in this game. But your character, once again, is just this, like, mute idiot. And I hate it. I hate when a game does this. Because, like I said, it takes place in 1989. You're not walking around with a camera. You have a 16-year-old you meet. And she's like, oh, go to this area. And she's talking to you, but you never talk to her. And, of course, she's saying things like, I'm really connected to you. You mean so much to me and my survival. Thank you so much. And your character just doesn't say anything. So there's, like, no chemistry or, like... That's awkward. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. And then also, too, you go, you're in the middle of a bunker, and she's like, oh, I see you found this map. It's like, how do you know I found this map? We're talking on a radio, and I'm not saying anything. So there's like so many things that is just kind of annoying. It's implied. Well, also, dialogue. like she's yeah, she's injured. You would be with her. You know what I mean? Like she's like she's like oh I'm gonna try to make it to this place like on my own. It's well, like, she like hurt her arm. It was kind of a minor injury, wasn't it? No, I I thought it was more serious. She she was like I have to stay here for a while because she she needed to to get better. But for me, like that was unrealistic too. You wouldn't want to be by yourself, especially if you're injured in a situation like this. And Andrew, you brought up to me like all these army men. You see like their <laughs> yeah. bodies lying around, and here you are, this like youngin, just like taking care of business. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? You're, you're picking up audio logs of like a platoon of armed soldiers. They're like, we have four or five robots coming, and of course you see the aftermath. All the soldiers are dead, and it's like they died by four or five robots, and here you are with a pistol, just blasting everything or a baseball like, bat. Yeah, it's like, how is a platoon of fully armed, trained soldiers losing to four or five robots, and here you are with a pistol just blasting everything? It's like, this is kind of, this is I'm kind of a plot hole. <laughs> I'm really glad I wasn't the only one, because I was wondering that same thing. Because, um, yeah, I actually, you know me and my characters, I this one doesn't have a great character designer, 
but it has a little yeah. bit of it. And um, I think I maybe even like I said I, I started a long time ago. Maybe it was even intentional, but I think I created Steve from Stranger Things. <laughs> so yeah, my character's pretty awesome looking, at least. It's the most normal character you made. So one thing that I got from this game, story-wise, is that if something happens, like, I listen, I'm, I'm not going to get far. I know that about myself. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, I guess it depends what kind, what part of the country you live in, um, based on, you know, who's, who's having a lot of guns and stuff. So depending where I live, who knows? But it made me realize that it would be nice if I left things for people. Like a zombie apocalypse, robot apocalypse... I, I, we should get some first aid kits. I know I'm going to die by a zombie, so I might as well supply think, up the other survivors. Yeah, I think it's we should logic. provide some food for them, some first aid kit. Um, Just I think some stray that bullets. <laughs> yes, and I think that they would really appreciate it. I think that's something that we need to to work out and like maybe just... You You're know. right, Liz. We should spend our own money because we know we're going to die. But let the other people but be like, thanks, Liz, the noob. You can use first aid kits, though. So for me, it's just like if something bad starts happening, maybe we should prepare. You know, it is you always know? good maybe to be prepared in case anyone wants to loot your house. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if, if, I'm not, if I'm not there anymore, I'm okay with it, you know? Although in this, this game is just a handful a of shotgun though. shells up next to the cereal boxes. But let's not have a shotgun. No, no. But in this game, like you're kind of looting stuff you shouldn't. Because a lot of times I would just like hit X or hold X, whatever it is, to take everything. Oh yeah, I always took everything. You know, I, there yeah, there's something like I'm taking off the bodies that I'm like, mm, I, I would, wouldn't do that. You well, know. You know, so that's. It, well, you don't need it. So here's a here's a pro and a con because I think we I don't know unless there was more you wanted to say on the story I think that's about it. Story. No, that was about it. Story is a story. So <laughs> the game has a weight limit. But the weight limit makes no sense. You were picking up full gallons of gasoline. It's like, that's yeah. one pound. Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. It's kind of nice as a feature to the game. Like, it, it is not realistic. And so it's very kind of funny in that way. But it's actually nice because you can, like, I think I got overburdened a handful of times. And it was because I was stockpiling radios. And I was like, oh, those are actually kind of heavy. Maybe I'll use a couple of them. Oh, I never well, had well, them. Hold on, Keith. I got to correct you here. Remember, this is Sweden. Are you sure it's not one kilogram? Because a kilogram is two point two pounds. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even look. I think I, I think I was doing metric, or no? I think I was doing imperial. You do vehicles, it's in kilometers an hour. Well, you can change it between imperial and metric. Yeah, and but I'm, I, was, I always assumed the weight was kilograms. So if you didn't change it, it probably was kilograms. Um, I think I changed it to Imperial because you know I'm an American, dang it, and and I want <laughs> and my we, we have our janky weird and I want my system. made up weights and lengths. I that's <laughs> what I want. So I I yeah, that's a good question though. Uh, but all that to say is is it's very forgiving. Is yeah. is what I'm really getting at. It's it's kind of nice. And really, the worst thing that happens is you just can't sprint. But you don't really move all that slow, even if you do get overburdened. So it's not a huge hindrance. So I will I will grant the game's kind of weird little flaw a benefit in that way. Well, so you're gonna segue into my first pro tip for people who want to play this game. Uh, so yes, weight limit early on is pretty like. I find it very easy to like not get overburdened, 
But if by chance you do get overburned, like he said, you can't sprint and you can't fast travel. And eventually if you get even more overburned, eventually you just can't move. But uh, nice quick tip, whenever you quit the game, your character is moved straight to the nearest safe house. So even though you cannot fast travel, just quit the game, load back in, boom, you're at the safe house. There you go. That's a easy way of fast traveling when you're overburdened. Unless you Why don't have to walk all the way back to wherever you are. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because the map is so big. That's something that I feel like we talked about earlier where you, you can't save when you want. Um, the map is so big that it's so frustrating when you get like halfway and yeah. the further you get on in the game, the more you're bombarded with enemies. Uh, there was one time, again, lovely bug, I filled up my gas tank and then the next time I played... It started out with 100, but then it went back to I had nothing, and it just, like, stopped in front of a ton of enemies. But, yeah, it's something that's that the map, it, it's so big, and it's weird, too, because I felt like you're, you're getting new enemies as you go on, but you're kind, it's kind of the same enemies. Yeah. You still get the really, my least favorite, the ticks, which are... You know, really? I hate those little. Oh, they're super easy to kill, and they do very little damage. But you know what? Like they just, they just jump at you, and it just—I don't know. There's something about them. And then, of course, there's also I ran into this um, when I was playing. You get a lot of bullets. A I lot of bullets. Thousands of bullets and grenades, all the things. Playing on the easiest difficulty, and I went through like this. This I a ton of enemies. Killed them, no problem. But all of a sudden, there's an enemy that I found out later from Andrew that it heals. And <laughs> I kind of had that sneaking suspicion because all of a sudden this barrier would come up. But I sunk. It was guarding my bunker, and I needed to be in this bunker. I had to be in this bunker. And it would not leave. And I put in thousands of bullets and grenades into this enemy, and it wouldn't die. Easiest difficulty, I just killed a horde of enemies, including one of the tank guys. And this was indestructible. I tell you, I was a human. All those bullets wasted. My my bag was really low after that, though. Like, it went from, like, 60 to 29. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, I agree. I think this map is way too big. I, I, like, shed tears for people who first played this game when it first launched. Because <laughs> this map is so big. And I didn't find out until, like, I think about a year or two after this game launched where they finally added just the bicycle for you to be able to travel. Just recently, I think about with the last patch, which was, like I said, like six months ago or so, they added motorbikes. So you still can't do cars, though. No, I thought I would no. eventually be able to upgrade to cars. No, from what I saw, I think you can just do motorbikes. The most you can have. They're 10, 10 kilometers difference. The bike uh, is 40. Well, there, there's three different types of bikes. We just got the motorbike. Then there's a dirt bike and a military bike. I have put so many hours into it, though, that I still only have that. It's it's basically you're, you're going 50. But for many the motorbike too has a pro of being able to go up hills better. You you can't go up hills. Oh no no! It does not go up hills very well. It goes <laughs> down to like 10, 15 kilometers. Still goes. Bike goes to zero when you go up a hill. I'm yeah. sorry. You run faster than um if you're than biking. I I call. Well, you never slow down that up hills. That's for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, because when you run out of like even when you run out of stamina, you still kind of sprint. You yeah. Like jog. You, you don't quite walk. Yeah, but then you have to hear, <sighs> for all eternity. It's not worth it. I hope well, the listeners enjoyed that. You know, it's, it's <laughs> the That's price what I sound like pay. when I'm running. 
<laughs> no, it's more like, uh, uh. ow. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, the, it, like, from what I remembered, when I picked this game up, I didn't remember thinking it was a survival game. I remember thinking, oh, I, I was killing some robots. So that was kind of fun. Like, I, I like a good, just open world, looting, kill Robot some robots shooting. game. Yeah, I thought I was gonna be in for a time when I when I picked this up, and then I just, I, yeah. Well, I didn't necessarily feel too constrained by bullets. I was playing on medium, or I think it's medium, if that's what they call it. Whatever. I was playing like. medium too. It has weird names. It's like adventure, survivalist, and I think hardcore is what it's called, or something like that. Yeah, I think weird names for difficulties. Yeah, but I'm playing the middle difficulty, and yeah, I did too. And I mean, I definitely had times where I was running out of bullets. But I also was kind of just using the same gun, and yeah. so then I would switch over and have tons of bullets for my other guns. Um, but yeah, I just it it wasn't so much the lack of ammo that I was struggling with; it was how much damage it took to kill these robots and how unbelievably many there were of them. Like it just yeah. it just was it was the least fun thing about it is you I felt like and and gosh if i didn't at least have i only got the bicycle but if i didn't have that doing everything on foot was it was a nightmare it was it was a labor and just running through the middle of a field you're getting spotted from towers that you can't even see and then it just sets off a flurry of being chased by more robots and it's just it's like i'm just running from point a to point b and i don't know i that's where i struggle to find a lot of fun in it even as a survival game or especially a survival game I think one thing that is disappointing is that even when you're walking or running, you can't sneak. It's so weird. Like, I feel like... You can't. No. As soon as you crouch, they like don't see you at all. Um, I found that because like, there are blueprints, so you, you can have clothing that you, they don't hear as well. I was hurt every single time. I could never, even at the beginning, I could never sneak by an enemy. And for me, like even when I was crouching, I was spotted every single time. So I, I disagree with you, Andrew. I thought the sneaking element wasn't there. I even, I mean, I don't understand that some enemies scan. You can see them scanning buildings and stuff. Uh, but for me, like, that's why I just went with the moped every single time and just tried to go past them if I really wanted to discover a new bunker because I need to be in that area. And I can always go back to other houses. But for me, it was just like sneaking was just was an option. Well... Sneaking for me was just pointless. Like, I I didn't care if a robot saw me. Because, yeah, you can sneak. But, so, we also forgot to mention, this game also has RPG elements. You can actually build your character with four different trees. You have, like, a shooter tree. You have a survivalist tree. A support tree. And the other one, I think, is, like, scavenger or something like that. But they obviously kind of play in different ways. Obviously... The soldier one, you, you're good with guns. You have one that's a little bit better at sneaking, one that's good at reconnaissance, and one that's good at like carrying extra gear and med packs and reviving teammates. But as far as sneaking goes, there wasn't any real benefit to it because I found sneaking easy. I felt there was a couple times I could get right up to a robot, but there was there was nothing I could do. There wasn't like an instant kill button that I could just like unplug the robot. And there wasn't any sort of like crit bonus of me shooting a robot that was unaware of me. So there wasn't any real purpose of sneaking. But I do disagree with you, Keith. I actually found fighting the robots to be pretty fun. Some cases, obviously, 
I, I, I agree with you, though. But what was cool about the robots, like, I thought the robot designs were super cool looking, but they actually had weak points. So the very common one that you see are called runners. They're, like, dog-looking. They, you know, they're, they run around on four legs. They have a machine gun on their side. The robots, everything about them is destructible. So those dogs usually have a machine gun on their side. You can shoot that gun off. Now they don't have a gun anymore. They have a gas tank on the back of their, like, lower back. You shoot that, it's an instant kill. You know, every robot has some sort of scanning eye. You shoot that, they're blind. You can just actually then, at that point, quietly sneak by them. So, and then when you get to the bigger robots, you know, they have artillery on them. You can shoot those off. They no longer have artillery. So it was kind of cool of, like, being able to do this. But I do agree with you, Keith. There are some robots, when they get really big, that are just bullet sponges. I'm literally just emptying clip after clip after clip, just waiting for them to go down. And it's just like, okay, come on, let's, let's, can you just die already? Like, you're blind, you have no guns, you, you can't walk, I shot your legs off, it's just like, can you just, can you just die already? So, at those moments, I was kind of getting annoyed with it, but just, I at least enjoyed yeah. the combat of, of, like, weakening them, you know? But you said you blinded them, but they're still going to be, unless that's the last enemy, there's still going to be enemies around them, so it's like, oh, yeah. I blinded somebody, but it's like, oh, well, there's probably about like five to ten other enemies mm-hmm. and then sometimes you have those ones that um can see you and alert other enemies that you're nearby so for me i i just blasted like i don't care if i can blind somebody there there's other people hunting me or other robots hunting me so for me i just felt like it was just like ah, eh, so what i yeah i, I blasted too because it's like i want the xp and i want the loot so i didn't really yeah, kill him i didn't realize you could blind him but yeah, I did yeah. know about like the weak spot because I was that's what I was doing with the runners a lot of times. But that was part of my issue is is that there was one place I was trying to get into and I just felt like they just didn't stop coming and it was just one after another and I'd pick off three of them and then I'd run back and I'd heal and then I'd pull up, you know, pull up my gun and I'd shoot three more of them and then, you know, scavenge a little bit, but then they just keep coming and um yeah, it just it, it it finally like I finally did get through it, but it just it it felt like a never-ending wave. Well, did you have one of those hover radio robots? Did not. Because uh, you'll notice them like they'll send out a wave, and you can see the wave. They summon a ton of robots. Well, the indestructible yeah, no, I got, one. Yeah, I've gotten trapped in houses with like multiple of those stuck around me. Yeah. The indestructible one had so many of those like round ones that that was really frustrating because I didn't know what was happening. So I think that another thing the game could do is actually, like, I mean, you're talking to this person and, like, the military people. They should have information for you. Uh, I had no idea what the heck was happening with those round robots that were never-ending. And then all of a sudden the healing robot came that took thousands of bullets and grenades. And you're just like, you guys don't have any intel on that? Yeah. I also think, too, another thing, when, like, we talk about how there's so much looting... By the way, I did like the game. I just, like, there's a lot of things that I think could be better. Um, there's no auto-upgrade on anything. And so, for me, it was just, like, I had, like, 50,000 scopes, but they only worked for, like, one or two of my guns. And then there was, like, there most of my guns, like, I was sharing between, like, two scopes. And you get a lot of guns and a lot of, like, you know, for instance, like, you have a level four, but then you find level five. It's, like, there should be, and maybe you guys found it, like, an auto-swap. Or something I couldn't find any of that so I also found too that you know the, the longer that you play the more enemies and the tougher enemies you get 
but I felt like I was getting less resources and I'd finally get a schematic and it's like, well, well, I use all that on health packs because I had 50 billion at the beginning and now I have no resources. So I also felt like there was this weird like spike with enemies, but I felt like I shouldn't be getting more loot and I was getting less. I 100% agree with you. Like for me, I wanted so badly like a bestiary in this game because Every once in a while, you'll see graffiti on walls that kind of give you hints of, like, oh, shoot here on this robot. It's a weak spot. But, like, I enjoyed the design of the robots. Like, I would love to be able to go through a book, look at the robots, see their weak points. What can I do? What are they weak against? Because that's the other thing we didn't touch on. Like, you have, you know, shotguns, machine guns, you know, submachine guns, sniper rifles, like, all these different weapons. But they also have different ammo types. You know, armor-piercing rounds, full metal jacket rounds hollow point rounds, like different rounds. And the game doesn't tell you too much. If you go to your inventory and like go to the bullets, it can kind of give you some information, but it doesn't tell you like, oh, this is strong against this enemy or this enemy. This game would do so well with a bestiary. Hey, here's the tank. Shoot these points. These are the weak weak parts. Use uh, armor piercing rounds. That'll do extra damage. But like you can find schematics of robots, but they're very hard to find that can kind of give you some information. But this game just needed a beastier. I wish they had that. And I and once again too with the loot, Liz, I agree. If you have a game with a lot of loot, this game this this game could do with a lot of like quality of life improvements. My biggest one is auto sorting. If there's a yeah. game with a lot of loot, give me auto sorting. I just want to go to my chest and deposit the same generic crap every time. Like push one button and deposit all that stuff. I was confused too because my inventory would say that I had all like this adhesive and random crap, and then I'd go to store it, and it wouldn't show that I had it. And I was like, "Is it on my person?" Like so for no. me, I just I there there were things that I definitely think could be improved with even just putting things in the chest that you're like, "Is it on me? Is it not on me?" It is on you. I just learned this last time I played. So once again, this is another pro tip that they did not tell you. They really should. Yes, you have a bunch of crafting materials. Like you said, Liz, adhesive is only a crafting material. Textiles, wood, those are only crafting materials. They actually do take up weight in your inventory. But yeah, if you go to your chest, it's not there. I agree. Where is it? You have to go to the crafting table and deposit it at the crafting table. I think I eventually did figure yeah. it out. There was a thing that was like, I am I depositing it? it it might, I don't know if it was the crafting or the recycling, because I remember I was nervous to do it, because that's why I thought it was the recycling. But yeah, I eventually, and then my weight went way down. Yeah, and same here. <laughs> yeah, and for me, like I think one of the things that, there were so many at the beginning, I think it was called textiles, you use for crafting a ton. Yep, and that's why I was frustrated kits. when I got the schematics to make the clothing, where all, like, all of a sudden I didn't have any. I had so many at the beginning, and then I wasn't getting any more. And that's when it's like I also needed it for the health packs too. And I was just like, why am I suddenly not getting textiles, which is the most important thing that you can find. Like I just killed this big beefy guy I've never even seen before. Like, Give me some textiles. <laughs> so you said you were like away on a trip or something, right? Like how, how long were you gone? How long did this massacre of robots take? Because the military is there, the police is there. Because then my next question is, did did the robots, like, scavenge all of the bullets? Why? The military was there. There should be caches of bullets and weapons and all of these things. It shouldn't be, like, hidden in a box in somebody's closet in a farm. 
it just seems odd. I mean, you do go to some armories that are pretty stacked with stuff. I but suppose- a, a supposedly, the robots essentially invade and take over within like five days. Like, I think you're gone for like five days. Okay. And like, they are already there and like quickly take care of business. But I mean, they don't really go in houses too. I yes. mean, obviously the ticks do. And then when you're in the bunkers, um, they like the enemies do go in there. But they never went in a house when I was in a house. Yep. That's another pro tip. If you play this game, if you're being swarmed by enemies, just go in a house. No enemies can go in a house and just shoot them from the windows. They can shoot you through the windows. Yeah, but but you are way controlled of the battle. You can you know take cover, heal up, reload, switch guns. And, and but I, oh, you we should also mention too though that you do get enemies that have the like poisonous gas. Oh uh, yeah. And so if you're in a shed like a small area, that can be very bad. Yep. I, I will say that that didn't go very well for me. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the houses, I thought it was in, like this made me think that like it was a smaller budget or something because there were some times where the house layouts were exactly the oh, same. Oh yeah, the you see one house, you see them all. And it's also you said eighty nine. I mean, give me some indication. Like there was it, everything. Boom boxes. It was all very samey, <laughs> yeah. and so for me, it just like even like your wardrobe. Like do you, did I like I found punk pants, and it's like you could still buy punk pants. Like like make it like look look like that. And also I thought it was interesting that there was a house with functioning bathrooms, and then immediately outside there was what looked like an outhouse. Like they had like the the cutout, like the just some the people ball. like to poop in privacy. They want to be away from the house. I, I mean, I for me it was if it. I mean, I so I actually. I have extended family that have a cabin, and they had to choose between electricity and plumbing, and they went with electricity, so they have an outhouse. I can see having people having an outhouse, but like, why have it right next to a house that has bathrooms? Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Or maybe like, outhouses here, like in the U.S., are like. They there is there a different structure? Is what I'm asking. That looks like an outhouse that isn't an outhouse. Because then the, like, here, it's very, like, you know that's an outhouse. I do not, I don't know. They have I just thought that was sheds. weird. Yeah, it might be a woodshed. But I had that, like, that cutout that you always see on outhouses. That's why I'm just, like, it didn't make sense to I me. I mean, maybe they had outhouses. It was, I mean, this was, like, farmland area in Sweden in the late 80s. It's possible they didn't have indoor plumbing. No, but what I'm saying is the house right next door had a bathroom because you can go into the bathrooms in the house. I saw the toilet. Well, why do they go to the neighbor's house to poop? I'm just saying if I if I got indoor plumbing, hey, I would get rid of poop. that stinky outhouse right away. <laughs> um, Nostalgia or something. <laughs> Sometimes I like to just go and sit out there. And, and but think. I also was upset that I couldn't go in it. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to be able to go in it. <laughs> I just. Sometimes it's nice to have a little bit of privacy. I mean, there's people like, with kids. I like this long rant list in the end. She's like, I want to go in there. Why would you let me go in your outhouse? Keith, I wonder if there is somebody that kept an outhouse because they, that, for the exact reason. Yeah. I want to poop away from the kids. I want, I want a privacy but that's bathroom. The thing. I feel like if you went outside, all the kids would know you're out there to poop and they would just screw with you. I thought it was like a, like a, a movie, TV show shtick where like you see the little hands under the door when you go to the bathroom. <laughs> it is not. I was like, that's that's just 
something that they make up, and then you have a kid, and it's just like you see the little fingers on the door. <laughs> and that's <laughs> only if like... you lock the door. No, if you lock the door, but <laughs> if you lock the fingers door, you... on the door. If you don't lock the door, the door just opens. Yeah. You have toys. You could be doing better things. Oh, man. It's way better to hang out with mom. There was a point one of you guys said I wanted to bring up. Outhouses? No. Oh, the houses are the same? Oh, the houses are all the same. I saw one that didn't have the second side of the set of rooms. Um, But yeah, they were all the same wasn't very One interesting. I remember because a lot of like the sheds and everything are, are very much the same. I mean, every once in a while you'll find something a little different. The bunkers felt the same. There was one bunker that same, Andrew yeah. was so irritated about because he was like, it's just all empty space. Yeah. It's just a, the, these big, huge rooms and you're trying to navigate it. And I, yeah, I remember seeing you getting frustrated. Like, what's the point of this? Like, usually the bunkers, like, you have like these little symbols, you know where to go. And, um, I mean, a lot of the, like, you know, if you find, like, the war room with the map, like, you're close by, this bunker was just nonsense. Yeah. It was just, yeah, like, it was literally big empty space, and it's like, I get this game's trying to make it seem realistic, but it's like, it had some just generic debris in this, like, massive empty room. Like, you're trying to tell me it's a military bunker, and it's just empty. Just pure emptiness. And it's just like, this is weird. Like, this is just big for the sake of being big. But I feel like we're being too negative. I want to say things that I really do enjoy about this game because I did have a lot of fun with it. I thought multiplayer was a ton of fun when we played it. I thought this was a fun time to actually play with friends. I played with random people and I played with Liz. The random people, you know, would just hop in. You know, there's no friendly fire. You can put in the options of... We also forgot to mention, eventually you can start building some fortifications and, you know, you can turn on if whether or not teammates can destroy those fortifications or not. But I, it wouldn't ramp up the difficulty a little bit. But not that big of a deal. I mean, I played a lot of hours and I didn't get to that. It's end game. Once you get to the end, it was something they added later on. But there's these control points that you have to fight the enemy, take the control point, then you can set up fortifications and kind of defend it. But I didn't get to it because it takes a very long time. I mean, time to beat. Uh, it's listed for nine and a half hours for sto- uh, main story. I don't yeah, think that's quite accurate. For, but for main and sides, you're looking at 49 hours. I think that's accurate. I think it's about 49 hours to kind of get through this game. Sheesh. Yeah, it can be kind of long. I feel like with playing multiplayer, because we played on a higher difficulty when you were hosting. Yeah, Skirmisher. That was the difficulty I was on. You left me a lot, but I will say you always came back for me. Like when my gas tank just like all of a sudden was like, oh, I'm just going to be empty all of a sudden. And the funny thing is I looked at my gas tank. I knew exactly how much my gas tank was originally. Like my gas tank, it didn't take my gas tank points though it went back to my original gas tank amount but yeah. you did come back for me yeah well that's the great thing about this game too like you're not restricted in multiplayer so like i said you can have up to three friends and they can it's a big map and they could be anywhere it doesn't matter you don't have to be restricted you have to oh be so close to your friend uh not only that loot is not shared so i open a chest and get the stuff out Liz can still go up to that chest and open it. I think there were different things, though. Because you were like, oh, there's a level 5 whatever in there. and I Oh, didn't... you weren't finding them? No, I was getting, no. like, level 3 stuff. So, I mean, maybe it skills for yeah. that. Um, I don't know. But you can't trade with people or drop it on the ground. They can pick it up. But I thought oh. it was, like, one level beneath you, though. But maybe it's because I usually play on easy. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, so you're finding weapons. And the weapons go from a crown system, not a star system. Because this is an American game. It's European. They do crowns. 
So, so it's, it's one to five crowns, the, the kind of the quality of the item, which I, I thought was actually kind of cool because when you get a level one gun, it's super rusted and decrepit looking. Like, you know, it just, it works fine, but its damage is lower. Same with like if you get a level one scope, it's all cracked and dirty, but then when you stay like a level two, like level that. three, you kind of notice the different details of it. It's uh, kind of cool. My brain didn't even register the crowns. I just knew that there was like a system in place. Yeah. I didn't even, I, my, I didn't even think stars. I just, I was just like, okay, it's crowns. Nah. This is European. Also, royal. I, also, I don't want to be negative again. Oh boy. But, so something that I brought up earlier. So I was at, like, at the bottom of a cliff. And this is getting into, like, the the bug aspect but I was at the bottom of a cliff and I was trying to figure out how to get on the top because the map kind of shows like that there's like like elevation like, yeah elevation yeah. and so I was like how do I get up there and then all of a sudden my character died and I had health of 70 and there weren't any enemies around my only thing that I can think of and you also you know when you're being shot at or hit because you see like the red and stuff music changes and the text I, says enter combat yes I was nowhere near enemies there were no enemies around and my character just died and luckily I had like an adrenaline pen I'm thinking I thought because I was at the bottom of a cliff maybe height damage maybe I wasn't supposed to yeah. be there height damage is crazy you, sensitive in no this game. there was yeah. like one time I like it was like the equivalent of missing a step. And it chunked me real good. Yeah, and I was just simple. like, I, I didn't understand it. But then also when you're going down like on your moped, super steep, I was like, this is going to kill me. And it didn't. So I was very unsure what would give me height damage and what wouldn't. And like, I really do think that it read me as, um, as height damage and that's yeah. why it killed me. But it was weird. But uh, yeah, if you, like I said, if you have friends, I highly recommend this game. I think this was a lot of fun. Because you can push fight. people, right? Yes, physically. You can actually kind of push people out of the way, but there's no friendly fire. But there is, I'm assuming that you can give them height damage, though, is oh, what yeah. I'm getting at. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I felt like I was having a ton of fun playing with you. Like, it was really great going to a house and just kind of quickly looting things, fighting the robots. Because, like I said, a, ro a lot of robots have weak points, but some of them are, like, on their back. And, like, luckily, if you have a teammate, one person can distract, the other person can go over behind and shoot in their weak spot. I remember when we were in a house together and you were going for like the big guy in like the background and I was downstairs just going for the little guys. And you were so, looting, don't lie. I mean, you, I, you can do both. <laughs> you can do both. Um, but then he, the, the big guy started like getting me in every corner downstairs. So I ended up having to, you know, go upstairs and, you know, yeah. <laughs> I find you. Um, another quick, I'm going to say a quick negative thing. I wasn't crazy about the inventory system. Uh, you have different health packs, and they're different levels. You know, simple, standard, advanced. And so you have a Hot Wheel of nine items, but obviously it's between guns, flares, what have you. If you run out of a certain type of health pack, like if you're like, oh, I have equipped simple health packs. If you run out, you got to press pause Go to your inventory, scroll through a whole bunch of items, try which to find... Which the game isn't pausing, too. Which the game doesn't like pause. Before. You're trying to find the advanced med kits, equip those, and then you can kind of start doing it again. Do it it's, auto. Yeah, it's it's super, like, not user-friendly. It's the same with the bullets. Like, if I, if I run out of a bullet and I have another bullet for that gun, like, let me just auto-do it. I'm in the middle of combat. Well, you can, if it's if it's a viable bullet. It does do that. Yeah, you it probably was, just didn't have it does bullets. work that way. Yeah. Oh, because I maybe I never had. 
the uh, other bullets for other guns in. Yeah, for bullets work. it was easy to switch because you just press up on the D-pad and you'd switch the different Oh, types so of you bullets. do have to do something though. No, because if you ran out of that certain type, it would automatically switch to the next type of bullet. So you just didn't have any extra bullets. Yeah, you could equip it from the inventory screen, which is a little bit confusing, but <clears throat> it, otherwise it did that was the one thing that did auto like adjust or reselect for you. See, I'm not, I I won't say that it never happened for me, but I know that for a couple times it did not happen for me. I just think my game was cursed. Because I remember going through and being like, I can't believe... Like said, no, it was after the the indestructible guy. Um, and like I said, I, w- I was playing on easy. There's no way that, that that thing should have still been alive. But anyways, I'm like, I only have bullets for two guns, and one of them was a handgun. I'm not, like, who wants to use a handgun against that guy? <laughs> and I was going through, I'm like, I have no bullets, and I did find bullets for some guns. It did not auto-do it for me. Hmm. That's how I know for sure that at least during that combat, it didn't work. I thought it would have been super negative, but I, I truly did have a lot of fun it, with It's fun. I liked State of Decay, too, as well. Yeah. It was the two that we played, right? Yep. And it, I actually, like, I had fun, like, driving around. I just think that it was at, I don't know what hour mark it is. I put a ton of hours. There was a certain hour mark where the game just went straight to the garbage. Yeah. And I think, like, the first, like, however many hours were so much fun. You guys know I love the loot. I had so much fun with that. But, again, I mean, the auto stuff would have been great. Yeah. Um, and also, like, after a while, I mean, because they are robots, I didn't care what they looked like. I just knew that it was a robot. I needed to shoot it. Like there weren't like certain guns. I, I, I mean, maybe there were certain guns that were good for certain enemies. Just for me though, you know, so many hours in it, just like shoot robot. I, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because the story wasn't hooking you. Yeah, that's why I just felt like everything, even like the buildings, everything just kind of got samey. So that's why it's like I feel really negative now. But I mean, if we recorded this, like maybe like. That's how it is when we'll Five into hours it. into it, I would have been like, guys, you have to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, graphically, though, like I said, <laughs> the environments I thought were kind of janky. Like, the people, going into the wilderness, the people, the people character models. Something was wrong. Were pretty bad. <laughs> Even at the beginning, I was like. You only see a couple people, though, but they're rough. When you're picking the original face, I was like, this isn't going to be good character-wise. I already knew going into it. But then you meet that first girl that's injured, and you're just like, all the budget went to the, the weird face the, at the beginning. No, all the budget went to the robot designs, because the robot designs are great. And, like, the houses, like, they were samey, but they were they were nice. I mean, you're looking yeah, at the same layout in. and the same rooms, but yeah. just, like, it's nice that they had books in there. And, you know, yeah. not that you're reading, but. <laughs> no, it looked lived in it, though. I thought overall the environments are fine. I just, I, I, I don't know. Like, did, I love trees. And there oh, the are trees were some of, of the worst. There. There's always floating foliage in just random places. I don't know if you guys saw that at all. Oh, I got a lot of random floating lights. Like, it wouldn't be like a lamp. No, it's just like a little blo- like ball of light. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Well, one thing that bothered me is that if you kill an enemy extinguish that red light so i when i'm running away from enemies in the woods i know that that enemy's dead that's something that kind of bothered me where just like is it a dead red it'll fade eventually but yeah it it takes a little time it did it did um mess with me a little bit yeah it did but um but also too like there's also two cars apparently everyone in sweden only drives either a uh station wagon or a b or a uh, sob type-esque coupe like a two-door, like, sob coupe. Yeah. 
Like those are literally only two cars. There were tractors. Yep. Oh, sorry. But honestly, like if you look at like movies from the seventies, maybe it's just because I'm not a car person. All the cars look the same. They're just different colors. But where are the trucks? Where are the school buses? Where? Oh, wait. There's there's police station wagons. Yeah, True. the police the police cars are station wagons as well. But Is that also, really? I don't know with like, cars in other countries though. Like, if, for instance, in Italy, you're gonna have very different cars than. In the U.S., I yeah. mean, I don't know what's typical. To our Swedish listeners, please tell us: Do you guys just drive a lot of station wagons? Because <laughs> a no, lot of station wagons. I mean, huge, Volvo and Saab are Swedish, I believe. So, I mean, that part I think is actually pretty. I accurate. Saab is Austrian. I mean, Saab is nothing anymore, but I. Yeah. I thought no, they were, Andrew. I thought they were in Swedish. The, in the eighties, station wagons were. We're the thing. I mean, yeah. But you still have trucks, right? I don't know. But, I mean, you have all the farm equipment. I mean, I don't know. Saab was, <laughs> Saab was Swedish. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look at Keith. It'd be nice if you could drive the cars, you know? Yeah, I know. That all these cars. Are... It would also provide protection, which you, you have the bigger enemies. I mean, but that says something, too, though, that the, the robots, I felt like, were smart. But they weren't shooting you off the moped when you're driving by. So I oh. actually thought that that was kind of nice. So I guess you don't really need a car for protection. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of just let you drive by. That was nice. But uh, sound and audio. Um, I wish there was more music. There's music on the main menu, and it's pretty cool, like 80s kind of synth music. I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of a jam. But 90% of the time when you're playing the game, it is dead silent. And you have radios. So it's like it would be nice, but yeah. I mean, it would alert the enemies, but well, it would be worth it. But yeah, I wish there was more music. There's battle music, which is okay. I thought the sounds of the robots were actually really cool. They like because you can kind of tell what robots are near depending on the sound that they're doing, and I thought that actually was kind of cool. Like they kind of have a really kind of eerie, like guttural, like noise. I didn't notice. Oh, uh, I did. I, I I actually really like the sound. Like they definitely put. 98% of the production just the robots, which was a good idea because, the, like I said, the robots are cool. The audio of them is cool. Like, it, you can hear them scanning. You can hear, like, the sounds they're doing. I thought that was kind of cool, but the voice acting. Oof. So, as we said, obviously, this takes place in Sweden, and I'm assuming, like, they originally was meant to be Swedish dialogue, but you still hire English voice actors. The voice acting was rough for me in this game. Yeah, because the original language is Swedish when you first put yeah. it up. I had to switch it to English. So it was originally, but I mean, but if you're Swedish, like, I mean, and you're hiring, you know, English actors, are, are English speaking actors, I mean, are you going to know if they're good? Because I can tell you right now that, you know, as an English speaker, if I was hiring, like, just a random French, Swedish, German, I'm not going to know if they're good. Yeah. Well, it's not even so much of, like, how they spoke. Because, heck, it could be the Swedish voice actors. They just know English as a second language and they speak in it. It's just, there was no emotion. Like, the fact that your character already is mute, and then you have these other people talking to you very much like this. We need to find the citizens and go and find robots. Like, it was just, like, it, it just, it was not interesting at Which, all. Which, that would make sense if English was a second language. Yeah. But you can still convey emotion. (laughs) It's my issue. No, but what I'm saying is if you're really trying to get, like, the... Like, make it sound like there isn't, you know, an underlying accent. I mean, it is harder to create emotion if you're focused on that, but... 
possible. I mean, because I can't say from experience, because I obviously don't speak a second language. But, like, the, the main girl you're with, uh, every time I see her name, I keep thinking it's Teresa, but since it's Swedish, it's like Theresia or something weird like that. Um, something weird like that. Yeah, sorry. That, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to our Swedish listeners. But, like, you're talking, like, the main character you're kind of looking for is Anita. She's like, oh, that's my favorite adult. But the way she talks about it, she's like, oh, I hope she's okay. Please, can you help find her? I hope she's fine. Like, it was just constant repeating of, like, kind of dialogue like that. I'm like, you can convey some emotion that you're actually worried about this person. Uh, That's a thing, like, uh, uh, for people that aren't in the U.S., I, everyone that I know from the U.S. all agrees that our foreign language programs are awful. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I took, and until, like, I graduated high school, I took a foreign language longer than I was required to and they don't teach you how to have conversations. I remember them teaching me how to say like the cat is wearing pants. Like weird <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I specifically That's remember very that. Important to have yeah, this is like especially when you're beginning to learn a language, it's just like that's just and it was like that later on, like throughout like high school and stuff. They don't teach you how to have conversations. So I mean that they they probably the voice actors could have been doing both languages because I mean I feel like most countries have way better foreign language. Oh, that if I do. Yeah. Wait, what did you pick Spanish in high school? I did. I remember. I did Spanish. I was awful at it. My sister did French and then switched to Spanish, and she said like Spanish is way she easier. She switched halfway. She switched switched in high school. I, I think I could be wrong, but that's the thing. I remember. So like I had a Spanish teacher that she gave me an A an A plus. Like she she was like, No, you'll do great in this advanced Spanish class and I went in and the teacher was just speaking straight she refused to speak English. I was like, I can't do that. My this. very first year of Spanish my teacher did that. She's like, This is the first day I'll only speak English. From now on I will only speak Spanish. We need to go to the bathroom to say in Spanish. No I, I just didn't go to the but, bathroom that class. What's <laughs> funny is that the um the teacher recommended some other students for the advanced class because she she just like she had she thought like like A plus for us was because we knew like the words and every single person that like took her class ended up leaving. <laughs> oh, so bad. What about you, Keith? What did you pick? Spanish or French? I did French for three years, and then I wanted to do a fourth year of language, but I didn't want to do a fourth year of Spanish because I thought that'd be too hard. So I took French one with a bunch of freshmen. Uh, <laughs> How'd it go? It was excellent. I aced it because, it, I mean, having at least, I mean, I, I did not know Spanish well, but at least having taken it in for three years, having a baseline knowledge of that made very simple, you know, intro French very easy, actually. Um, did you guys have a German option? We had English, no. French, <laughs> no. and German. No. I was at a very poor school. Those were the three oh, options. German, I was lucky because I because we barely had French as an option. <laughs> I lucked into like because like I, I I mean I didn't have we didn't have money, but I was very lucky that um, that I could go to like a public school that was like I mean no offense but like. We lived a town over and like Yeah. You I, a bougie I knew town. people who went Yeah, but that like I lucked into like being able to go there. So <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> um but the, at the same time, like though like I there are some people who are like, Oh yeah, I lived, took Latin in school and like that's still a thing. Like I I, oh, yeah. I think it'd be so cool to learn Latin, don't get me wrong, but 
And I like being like a bougie school. You guys had one extra foreign language that you could choose from. That's that was that's way more than my school offered. My school is supposed to be like a big like public school, but it's just poor. Wait, wait, wait! You went to private school too, though, Mister Bougie. So. Well, first, yeah, with Keith. That's yeah, but did you go with the foreign? And that's language. what Keith was talking about. They barely had French. Yeah, it it was a it was a fake private school. Like it was a. But they paid, still made you pay. <laughs> it was a it was a religious school. And not to say that religious schools can't be good education, but it it was. But if you're hey, paying, my, my mom was a better. teacher there. I think she taught French there too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, your mom's fluent in French? Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Like once your mom left, we didn't have French again until I think my senior year of high school, and that's what <laughs> took. Can I just say like. Like, I, learning foreign languages and stuff, it, it is a gift, especially in the U.S., because you're not getting the education. But your mom is also a good singer, and she's a good cook. It's just not fair. <laughs> How many gifts does this woman get? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and she's lovely. It's just, like, you know, too many things going for her. <laughs> your, mom is, your mom is, like, my second mom. I, I would never uh, say she's a good. about her. No, she's also a good baker, not just a good cook. She's also good. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's lovely, good cook, a good baker. She yeah, knows she multiple mean languages. She squares. She's a what? She makes some mean lemon squares. No. She better than no, that. No, she can't buy. Nice things about her. She only made it once. Like she like, and I just like I can't get over it. Whenever I see a pecan pie, I'm just like, it's not gonna be as good. I'm like, why buy it? I see like a little pecan tart, and I'm just like, I really want it, but it's just gonna just disappointing. be sad, you know. But yeah, I'm like the Swedish language. While we're since we're playing talking about a game with a place in Sweden, I do not understand the Swedish language. Like they have so many characters. Like I think isn't I think it's Sweden that has like the town that has like forty characters in its name. It literally is like this massive long name, and like even too when they're talking, like whenever they say like other people's names, it's like that just sounds like just complete gibberish. I don't know if I should say this. No, you should But <laughs> I remember one time there was this, like, I think it was a food box. And on it, it said, um, Great Grains of Southern Sweden. And my sister said it incessantly with an accent, which, by the way, I'm, I'm sure was not Swedish. Because <laughs> we were little. And she would not stop saying it <laughs> until I, it drove me nuts over and over and over again. And whenever I think of Sweden, I think of Great Grains from southern Sweden and I just like oh I don't know what it is I just like I wish she'd never said it see I just think of one of my favorite candies Swedish fish oh yeah I remember Keith you had the longest addiction to Swedish fish I felt like every time you came over our house you brought us a bag of Swedish fish it's very possible I do that with candy uh, <laughs> right now it's the the gummy crunchy nerd Nerd things. Oh. oh my god! I Dang love yourself. those things—the crunchy balls, the little no, uh, nerd balls. Which ones? The ones that are like the like, they have actual nerds stuck to the outside of them, or the one that's nerds like the outside a, with a chewy center. I like the ones that's like the shell though. Oh, so the big like puffed nerds. Kind of, yeah. It's like a, it's like a, yeah, it's Ow. like a, it's like a shell it's, it's of nerds ch- around a chewy gummy. nerds is what it's called, right? You, you're, I think you eat the clusters. Yes. Which are also delicious. I will eat those as well. But I like the other ones. I've been on a huge kick of those. Oh, the nerd nerd ball clusters are so good. <laughs> One of my coworkers had like brought them in, and I got addicted to them. 
But anyway. This is like, what? where did we go? I don't know. We got enough rabbit holes here. What did we, we were talking about voice acting, achievements. Oh my gosh, look at the time. I know. Achievements. Um, Andrew, in, in first place, I'm just going to do, you know, little medals. Uh, I'm first? No way. 525 no. out of 1390. <laughs> so they, I mean, the. Yeah, because they keep coming with uh, free content updates. With you, you did 30 achievements. Yep. And then Keith, um, oh wait, no, I'm going out of order. <laughs> Keith, because I'm in second. Um, but Keith, you did, you got 210. Second with what? What? Second with what? You didn't say your score. I know, that's what I'm saying. I started doing Keith, and oh. then I said I'm doing it out of order. Keith, uh, 210 with 13 achievements, and I did 330 with 18 achievements. Because like I said, I went hard with this game. I really liked it. I sound so negative, but I, oh, I love this game. I do, I do feel bad. I do feel like we were kind of negative. But no, this game is a lot of fun. If you have some friends to play along, I will say, even single player, I was having fun. It's just once you start to get to the big open world area, some of the robots just become kind of bullet sponges. But playing with friends, I was actually having a lot of fun with. So, yeah, if you have a couple friends to play with, highly recommend it. Single player, you can still have some fun with it. Um, but as far as achievements go, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it for achievement hunters, but they weren't hard. Because a lot of them were just killing a certain amount of enemies with the submachine guns, with the handgun, with the shotgun, with the assault rifle, with the sniper rifle. Um, a lot of it is just, you know... Shooting an enemy for 300 meters. Like, a lot of them were just very tasky, but they were easy to do. So, I quickly boosted my score at the end of this, though, because there was a couple that were, like, super easy to knock out that were worth a significant amount of points. But if you were really focused on this game, I think this game would be easy to 100%. The only one that would take a lot of time is you need to have two characters with specialization traits. And, like I said, you level up your character, which it takes a while to level up, and I think it's like by the time you get to level 20, you can maybe pick a specialization. And that that's going to take us an amount of hours. So you're not going to easily 1,000 this, but it's not hard to do. But uh, yeah, let's get to our final thoughts here. Um, so for me, like I said, this was a game. I did have a lot of fun with it. It's very janky. It's a little rough around the edges. It takes some getting used to, but I did enjoy my time looting this world, finding the guns, finding what guns I really enjoyed. The robot designs were fun. I enjoyed the combat with the robots, shooting the weak points, seeing parts of them break off, crippling them in certain ways. I, in like playing with friends, like I said, is a lot of fun. The story at first was like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh, that's, what's, what's going on? What's this mystery? But once you leave the archipelago, which is the like tutorial area, and you go to the mainland, it's like radio silence. There's like no voice acting. You maybe find some audio logs here and there, but the story is sparse once you get to the main mainland, and it was very unfortunate for me. Uh, but overall, though the robots were fun and combat is, is well entertaining enough. Uh, for me, I'm giving this an 82. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of this really just does stem from the fact that I don't particularly care for the slow playstyle that comes along with survival type games i don't mind some level of um i don't mind some level of stealth in games but like andrew said there was just there was no value to the stealth and honestly i just i found it difficult to be stealthy in general maybe i just didn't try hard enough i don't know but it just there I don't think there was a lot that this game had to offer for me. Now I didn't play any of it multiplayer, so uh, maybe it's more fun multiplayer and I, I won't 
I won't knock that it's not. Um, and I, I would even venture to see where it could be more fun playing at multiplayer. So if you've got some friends and you're looking for something to play, this could definitely be it, that game for you. But for me, it was a pass. I just, I was frustrated. It's slow. You run very far and then you die and then you have to run all the way back fortunately you don't lose your stuff it, it doesn't do that to you it's not one of those games where you drop things and you have to go back for it or jeez, uh, you just never have anything yeah um yeah i i i think i would go with a 72 we'll give it a point one. Because robots or something. Why are you making this a So 73. No, 72.1. Because robots. So they're not even cute robots. Your score is 72.1. This is what Liz was complaining about. Liz, you can write 72, but for the record to show when people listen to the podcast, 72.1 was my official score. No, it doesn't. No, when I do like the the average, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. It's when it's like a a game slash pass and I'm writing out like the averages of a game pass. So what you write this as seventy two for Keith? What? You write this I, I wrote seventy two point one. That doesn't bother me. Okay. That that doesn't really I mean I'm still I'm just typing numbers into a calculator. Uh Andrew, I would like you to include the because robots. Because <laughs> robots, okay. <laughs> it's a very important part of the score. See, this is this is awkward because um I gave it a game and I talked myself down to a 73. But you have to remember, I love, really like the game, but right when the game started crashing so much that's unplayable, like I am going, trying to get to a new bunker so I can save my spot so that I don't have to keep restarting over and over and over again. And I can't do that. I keep starting and I get to a certain point where it's like I'm getting closer to the bunker, crash over and over and over again. This is also right after I found the indestructible healing guy, where I just took out a tank who was bigger than the indestructible healing guy, and I can't. I, he wasted all my bullets, which takes up my resources. So now I'm like, I need to build, get craft more bullets. Among like not having healing stuff. The healing and, guy was called a wolf. So funny. Yeah, screw that guy. But anyway, <laughs> but all this is happening at once, and I can't play the game anymore. And so that it, and also like when it would just randomly kill me, which took an adrenaline shot. So now when I die, I have to start over at the same bunker that I go to when the game crashes. <laughs> so that along with all like the other stuff that I found wrong with the game, I really like I really like the game, but um, it's it screwed me over. So <laughs> seventy three. Um, Honestly, I was going to go in with an 80, even with the crashes. But now I'm, like, thinking about all the stuff that this game did to me, making me start over and over and over again outside of the crashes, and I'm just getting salty right now. Um, but looking at Metacritic, 50 and 6.3. Looking through the comments, a lot of it's bug issues, but it spans over years. It's not just, like, when it came out in 2019. And it's the same with, like, if you go to Google, it's all bugs, bugs, crashes, crashes. Um, which I, Andrew and I disagree, but that makes it unplayable for me. I'm stuck at that bunker. Um, and then our fourth and silent co-host is back. I'm assuming zero. Oh yeah, of course. We're find but, what the French think of, or the French Canadians think of Sweden. Um, 
Quickly done, badly done. They botched everything up and bet on the co-op mode. And he actually, like, he did have a lot of to say outside of, like, you know, um, the usual. Did, does, does it say what year he posted this? I forgot to look. Okay. Um, I'm just, like, going, like, briefly over it because there still is a lot. He is very wordy. He um, is. The open world is ugly, dull, and empty and technically grounded. However, this thing is 47 gigabytes. Sorry, I meant to, to swipe over and I swiped the wrong way. 15 gigabytes of which have been added as a patch. That is to say the DLCs that are put on your hard drive even if you have not purchased them. Um, the gameplay is not complete and the game only saves every 36th of the month. Stealth is only an afterthought and repetitiveness quickly becomes painful to shoot robots. Um, and then at the at the end, he says, "In short, it's crap." I so that a bit, like, but like, he, like I said, though, he did have some valid points. Where it's just like the stealth of the game. It, it sounded like he actually did that review relatively recent because it definitely wasn't launch. Because he said about patches, the DLCs and yeah. stuff. But um, anyway, but, but still, he had some. I think he actually had some valid points. But still, worth a zero. But do you know what? There are some people that would be like. He didn't say that it was unplayable like I did, but if you have a game that is unplayable then and you put all those hours into it, I can see why for some people that would be worth a zero. Because you've had, you've had four years to fix it. All right. I think that's going to do it for us. So thank you again so much to our listeners, Ofast and Landon, who recommended we play Generation Zero. Uh, sorry if we did sound negative. This game actually was very fun. I did have, both me and Liz did enjoy your time, so... We do recommend you check it out, especially if you have some buddies to do it with. But uh, if you have any game suggestions, please email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com or hit us up on our Twitter or Facebook at gbgbpod. Uh, or, if you want, you can hit me up on Xbox Live at Firebird0952. Um, I would like to not thank Landon and Ofast for recommending this game as I didn't <laughs> like it. You are welcome to try again. Maybe a roguelike. Um, yeah. So that's... I think, I think I think that's what I would I would have to say there. I just I just like seeing the evolution of someone who just is progressively hitting video games. I just we've been playing games I don't like. Keith, are you? I'm curious. I mean, I'm not going to give any spoilers of what we're playing upcoming because we have mentioned the game in the past. But and also this might be out of order. Um, are you excited about next week's game? Uh yeah. I've actually been playing well the wrong one. Um, the the first one, not the second one, on my computer. But I forgot how much and 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 not and and partially intentionally, I just started playing it because I wanted to because I remember playing it. Um, but I I will be getting on the right one. But no, I'm actually pretty excited about it. I may not be good at it, um, but it, this is a game I I actually remember liking back in the day. So there might be a game coming up. I think I think this I do think the next one's going to be a game for me. I think I I don't know I could be wrong, but I think it will be. Exciting news. Um, and I'm Liz Noob, Gamertag, coming on Dean, and I'm on Twitter, I was Noob, Noob, Izzy, Dummy. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us. We love you all. See you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.